We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Before we even get into uh, our guest in today's show, we have some news we have to start off with. Some some big breaking news. news. We big just want to. I mean, breaking big. We and don't big. really cover breaking and big ever here, but um, just want to make sure everyone's aware of it. Rise of the Resistance boarding groups. Time change. Be ready for this. It's now seven a.m. that you can do in your pajamas. Seven a.m. At home. That's the same. It's been for a little bit now. 7 a.m. You can do it in your room, in your pajamas, in bed, whatever you want. You don't have to be in the park, but if you get the first boarding group, be ready to get your butt moving. Um, but you do have to have a park pass reservation, right? This is the same thing. Now, the instead of 2 o'clock, it's now 1 o'clock. So that, that don't sense. wait till 2 or you're an hour too late. And other news, front of park package delivery coming back that disappeared with covid made lots of people sad sad. it will be back from december 20th to january 2nd so just for the holiday season because everyone knows when you're there over christmas break you can't carry packages and probably the biggest news here we have an opening date for beach club Derek. Yay, my favorite resort. When is that going to open so we can maybe stay there in June? Maybe it opens on May 30th. Oh, pretty close. Just in time for our Mm -hmm. trip. Wilderness Lodge will open June 6th. I saw that. All-Star Movies got pushed from February 9th back to March 22nd. My son asked me when we were going to stay there uh, yesterday. You say never. You say never. Yep, that's what you say. I said it's closed for the year. Yep, it's gone. It's just exploded and it's gone. No more All-Stars. And then um, no date yet for the boardwalk. So I think that's the lone remaining deluxe resort on the board to come back. So there you go. There's the news. Big items. On to the show. On to the show. Well, we have a great guest. But before, we do have to give a shout out to all of our patrons. No new ones. But thank you, everyone, who is supporting the show here at the end of the year. Uh, We love you guys. And we're going to be covering all sorts of things in the after show and maybe even talk about all the Star Wars announcements they had in the yeah. breaking news this last week. We've been doing like two shows a week. They're short. They're the yeah. after show, and then we've been doing Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I, people ask us where are our Mandalorian reviews. It's on Patreon. So That's you have to spend like, a, if we a put it bucks. on the regular podcast, like four people download it, maybe, maybe five. I don't know. There's more. More people are Six, asking. We have more Mandalorian seven. fans. There you go. Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozens Uh, of downloads, which means we'll put it on for the Baker's Dozens that care. And then uh, we have another Apple review, Doug. Yes. Let's read one this Almost to 300. So uh, seriously, guys, we're so close. Christmas gift for Doug and I. uh, Get us to 300. All right. Favorite Disney podcast, five stars, by Lucia23789. I don't know. It's a number. Probably a zip code. I don't know. All right. This is my favorite Disney podcast by far. If you like to plan your Disney vacation strategically, this podcast is for you. Derek and Doug give a lot of helpful tips 
They always have the best up-to-date info, and they share all about the best rides, food, and how to navigate the parks with low wait times, in parentheses, rope dropping. They have interesting guests, and I love their trip reports. They're funny, too. Well, thank, thank you. you. There we go. Love it. Per the best Disney podcast favorites. So, Doug, today we are welcoming on a guest who actually wore one of our Rope Drop Radio shirts to the park, which is awesome. It's um, literally my favorite thing when anyone wears our gear and tags us. Uh, thank you to everyone who did that. But uh, we're going to have a trip report today, Doug, not from uh, you or I, but from one of, one of our listeners uh, who loves the show. Welcome to Rope Drop Radio, Chris. Thanks. I am pleased to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. And... Um, Let's uh, take a minute for you to share a little bit of your Disney story with the rope droppers. Well, my Disney story is different than what you'll hear from a lot of people because I went to the parks one time when I was 12. That was in 1986. We spent a half day at Magic Kingdom and a half day at Epcot, and I didn't go back until 2016. So I was an adult when I really fell in love with Walt Disney World. Um, I just went, and it was even after we got back that I really started thinking back on the trip and the details and the immersion of the parks and just how they do everything with excellence. And it just really, it really impressed me. And I started, uh, I found podcasts and I started listening to, I listened to probably 15 or 16 different Disney podcasts. Um, so I saturate myself. I'm a little bit of a Dis nerd now. Um, but it, it didn't come from, you know, being young. I, I, I like the movies. I enjoy them. But the parks is what really sparked my interest back in 2016. So we were very, uh, we were very pleased to be able to take an adult-only trip this time. Yes, that's exciting. We're going to get to discuss adults-only. And it was about a week long? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It awesome. was from December 2nd to you got to make 9th. up now for all this, like, lost time of not going to the parks and just go as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a good strategy. So um, where did you stay and why did you choose the resort that you did? We stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, part of the reason is we weren't taking the kids. So we were able to pick accommodations that um, more suited us my wife's bucket list has always been Wilderness Lodge and we were actually renting DVC points from uh, the DVC rental store. So we tried to get that first week of December at the Wilderness Lodge at Copper Creek or Boulder Ridge and uh, the owners snatched them up too quick. There was nothing there even at 11 months. I mean, we, it was oh, wow. on the 11 month day and they were gone. So I talked my wife into the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I told her it was comparable when it comes to the lobby and, Definitely. you know, they're at Jumbo House. Um, so, and she was very impressed. When we left, she was like, well, I don't feel like I even need to stay at Wilderness Lodge anymore. That lobby was amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, Jumbo House only has the fifth floor open because oh. that's the only DVC portion of Jumbo House and the rest of the resort's not open. So... Like at one point, I saw the creepy twins from The Shining on the third floor. I mean, the place yeah. was just deserted completely. Um, Weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was uh, two people was the most I ever saw in the lobby at any one time. Um, so there was more animals than people? Oh, way, way more. Now, we did take the shuttle over to Kidani once, and that one was pretty hopping. It was bustling because that whole thing is DVC. So that whole resort was open, uh, that portion of it. But Jumbo House was a ghost town. But you know what? For adults only, that was nice. Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. I, I got a trip. That's where I'll be staying uh, in March. So, uh, yeah, excited. Except I, I will be in the busy part, I guess. Now I'm kind of regretting not finding something in Jumbo House. But uh, I don't like creepy dolls uh, coming up to me uh, in hotels either. That so they're right all here. over at the boardwalk. We know that's where the creepy dolls are. <laughs> that's those where chairs, all the clowns are. Those chairs come oh, to life. Those and those chairs are awful. Yeah. So let's talk about transportation. Uh, for this trip how did you get from uh, the airport to the parks and how did you navigate getting around especially being at animal kingdom which is uh for what some people might not know all the way as far away as possible it's from- in a different county it literally is. different county yeah, it is um we use the magical express uh since we flew into mco we did a lot of uh, calculating on expenses, whether it be take, we have a, an airline, Allegiant Air, that flies from Scott Air Force Base, which is pretty near to us, to Sanford. And we looked at the cheaper price, but then mm-hmm. again, you'd have to take an Uber or a Lyft to get to your resort because MC, the Magical Express doesn't go there. So after adding everything in, we decided just to fly into MCO. So we use Magical Express to get there. Uh, it's a little different than what it normally is. You have to get your own luggage uh, at MCO. You have to go find it and take it with you. They load it on the Magical Express and then they unload it when they get to your resort. So it's not too much different. It's just you have to remember that it's not going to go straight to your resort. I, you have to. I have it. a feeling someone has or probably has forgotten that. Someone maybe if they're listening, yeah. they'll let us know because I'm a hundred percent sure I would forget. Just it's so you beautiful. would, Derek. You oh, would just I be like, you. I'm going to the bus. I'm going, going to the parks. And yeah, I honestly don't know how our luggage even made it. We had a connecting flight. We were supposed to be nonstop. About two months before the trip, they changed it to where we had a layover at Midway in Chicago. Oh, fun. Um, the navigational computer on our uh, flight out of St. Louis went down, so it, we were an hour late taking off. So we were that those people running through Midway Airport. We got on there just as they were about to close the hatch. And so I thought, I thought there's no way our luggage made it, but it was some of the first ones on the turnstile on MCO. That's awesome. Dust. Yeah, yeah, right off the, the bat. Magic. So, <laughs> it was. And then uh, did you do buses then from uh, park to resort? We did buses to the parks with the exception of Epcot. We wanted to try the Skyliner. Obviously, we haven't been since 2016, so we had not seen the Skyliner. So on our Epcot day, we actually took a bus to Animal Kingdom because it was the first bus that arrived. And then we took a bus from Animal Kingdom to Caribbean Beach, which is the hub, because I didn't want to take two different, because the Pop Century bus got there first, but I was like, no, let's wait on Caribbean Beach, because mm-hmm. I don't want to take two different lines to get there. So that was actually one of the longer waits we had the entire time was that Skyliner. Yeah. It is extremely convenient, except at park opening. It is not convenient at all. The lines are awful. They're, they're lengthy, especially yeah. when you have to do two of them. Yes. But yes. boy, getting back from the parks to your oh, hotel, it's fantastic. Wonderful. So convenient pretty much any other time. But mm-hmm. park open is just kind of hairy. Yep, absolutely. Now, like I said, we took the buses there, but I scheduled a lot of our meals after park closed because of those shorter hours. Um, so we had a lot of meals at either resorts or uh, Disney Springs or whatever it may be uh, after park close. So to get back to the resort we either would have had to take a bus from there to disney springs and then find a bus to animal kingdom or we chose a rideshare. and this was our first experience ever using lyft and <laughs> it is wonderful it's hard to go it's, back especially adults only you're hooked or, now it's yeah, when I Doug really and I go, right. it's just like 
oh, look at all those saps waiting in line for the bus. Yep, we're in the vehicle and we're at the park. Yeah, yeah, we still didn't use it to go to the parks because the buses were running plenty early for that. Um, we didn't have any issue getting to any park um, with using the buses or getting back. Like several times when we went back to the lodge to change before dinner. Um, we didn't have any issues with that, but getting to the restaurant and back to, we use Lyft almost every time. It was wonderful. Yeah. That's a great way to go about it. That's a good plan. Just about anybody that works really well. Uh, the only issue is if you have car seats, then there's um, more concerns there. But we love Uber and Lyft. And may the minivan rest in peace. Yeah. So, <laughs> I saw they're selling those things. Uh, that was no, that that was I, kind of disproven. You, you oh, believe? Never mind. Derek I believe, will believe too many anything. That's true. I, I that is. Very I saw bad. it on Twitter. It must be true. I, yeah, that's no, Derek. They they did post it that first day. They were like, we just saw them on a car lot, and they were there to get serviced. And then okay. they were yeah. Well, so then I should ask you guys before I believe it. Actually, I, I do text Doug. I try to once tell you no. with uh, random things. And my default answer is no, Derek. No. So let's talk about some rope dropping. So it was adults only. So did you rope drop every park every day or was it a little more laid back? We did not. We took a laid back approach several days. There were a couple of days we did rope drop. There was one day we should have that we did not. Oh, I like that quote. We should have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was, that was our animal kingdom day. We certainly should have rope dropped because we waited way too long for everything. That well, day. let's, let's talk about that day first then. Let's just, let's dive in there. Okay. Um, what time did you get to the park? We got to the park at about 8.45. What the park opened at 8. Okay. Oh, yep. Yeah. So we went straight to Pandora. We had never, like I said, 2016, so we had never seen Pandora. So we were really looking forward to actually being there. Um, the ambiance was awesome. Loved being there. The detail on the floating mountains and everything else is just incredible. Um, but the... Like, let me see, that we got in line for um, Flight of Passage, and it was posted at 90 already, and we waited 80. So it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty spot accurate. on. Yeah. Um, we went to Africa after that and did the... Hold on, hold on, but though, was it worth the wait? First time experiencing Flight of Passage. Good, good question. Um. Yes, it was worth the wait. It was also a very scary moment. I, and you, of course, your viewers can't, uh, they're not viewers, they're listeners, so they can't see me, but I'm a large mammal. Um, and it was a very, very close thing to me not being able to ride. I almost took the walk of shame. Um, when they bring up the backrest, they clicked it into place and they said, sir, your security light's still on. We need to click it one more time. And I was like, ma'am, I don't know if there's another time to click. I just really don't. I was like, here's what's going to happen. In three seconds, I'm going to exhale real big and you push. And sure enough, we got it to click. Now, I felt like a sausage in a casing the entire time I was in there, but I was able to ride it, and it was fantastic. I mean, I just really enjoyed the, I mean, you, that's, that's immersive right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So, and then when, when the ride stopped, everybody else's backrest come off. Mine didn't. It just kept me in there. I was pinned like a bug to the wall. And I, I got all four limbs just dangling. I was like, please help me out. They finally got me out of there. So that's, that's kind of a goal for the next trip is probably take off 15, 20 pounds just so that doesn't happen go. again. Yep. Um, but after that, we headed to um, 
Africa. We grabbed some breakfast somewhere. I think Zuri Sweet Shop. We just got a cookie or something. Um, we were going to go to Kusafiri because we hear about the cinnamon roll that we're supposed to get there, but it wasn't even open. So we just kind of skipped that. We went on the safari uh, that was posted at 40, but we only waited 20. So that one wasn't too bad. Uh, it's tough to be a bug. We waited 45 minutes for after that, which is that's kind not of ridiculous. That's 45 too long. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I mean, I enjoy the attraction. It's, it's not awful. Yeah. You know, um, it's no Stitch's Great Escape, but you know. <laughs> So we headed, we had lunch at Satuli and then nice. we headed back to, um, we did Navi River Journey. That was posted at 80 and we waited 60. So the Pandora rides, they weren't really overestimating the wait times too much. And that was about the only park that they weren't. Uh, every other park was half of what the posted times were. So th that's why I said this park was probably, we really should have rope dropped. We should have been there you know, an hour ahead of park opening because they've been letting in people pretty early. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last ride we did there was Dinosaur. It was posted at 70 and we wrote actual, the actual time was 50. We both love Everest, but it was down the entire day. It opened up five minutes before we left. And by oh, the way, we're beat and we're like, no, we're not trekking all the way back to Asia. Let's go. That Doug, that was my biggest fear when you and I went because you were going <laughs> to was down. That, we were going to get the episode. Biggest hope. <laughs> Although if it was down, I was worried about what you would make me do. So oh, I have ideas. I still have ideas <laughs> for June. But yeah, but no, Animal Kingdom, you're you're spot on. I mean, you got to get there early. Pandora still busy, still the the e ticket, and so uh, that's yeah, a good tip. It was. Now our first day that we arrived, we didn't go to a park. It was originally planned to be Epcot Day because they open a little later and we could fly mm -hmm. in. And, but like I said, they changed our flight. We weren't getting in until two. I wasn't going to waste a park day on that. So our resort hopping day, which was going to be Saturday, got turned into Epcot. So we just went to we went to uh, the monorail area resorts when we first got there, kind of toured them a little bit, and then went to uh, Disney Springs. We went to Raglan Road for dinner and um, came back home. And then at the next day was our Magic Kingdom day, the first Magic Kingdom day we had. And we didn't really rope drop, but we were there right when they opened um, the park was open at nine and we were there about 10 till. So, but even that said, we still kind of wasted the rope drop because we roped up the Emporium. Uh, adults trips look a little different than mm -hmm. what they do. Know, they absolutely we had some things we were looking out for. We're big coffee mug people. So we wanted to shop a little bit and, and it was a really a good thing we did later on in the day, the line to the Emporium was all the way around Crystal Palace going back towards Adventureland. So yeah, that's was, probably the safest time to shop, I guess. It, it really it. was. It really was. But um, we headed straight from the Emporium over to uh, the Jingle Cruise. Nice. And Good choice. Doug yeah, approves. Yeah. That was, that was still close enough to open that it was only posted at five minutes. We actually waited almost 15. Uh, you know, they just didn't have – weren't there to catch up with the number of people that were just flooding in from still opening. Um, we went on Pirates which was posted at 10 and that took about 15. We did the Tiki room. We went to Gaston's Tavern to try a cinnamon bun and a LeFou's brew, which yes. I think probably, oh, don't say yes. That was one of my overrated. The the what? cinnamon roll? Or no, the not the cinnamon roll. Oh, okay. I was going with the cinnamon roll. No, yeah, oh, I agree with you on that. No, the cinnamon roll was good. The cinnamon roll is one of the greatest things it in was It was really good. But LeFou's brew, I was like, I, I agree with you on the brew. Yep. It's yeah. like they were like, we need to make a butter beer. Yeah. What can we make <laughs> yeah. a butter beer? And then how can we do it poorly? 
Exactly. <laughs> um, so then we did Under the Sea, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. That one was set, posted at 15, but it was a walk-on. Um, Haunted Mansion so that, was posted. That queue at, takes like 15 minutes to walk it, through it, anyway. It kind of does. Yeah. That's how you get your steps um, in. But, I mean, that's nothing compared to, like, the seas with Nemo and friends. I mean, that was, you know, that was day three, four, and five was just getting through that queue. We had to pack lunches. It was bad. I mean, and, and it was a walk-on. There was no let wait. But yeah, it was just getting through the – it makes me wonder what they were thinking when they built that. It was you built know, for a much better ride than what it is. In the 80s, I remember standing in that whole thing. But I mean, a whole different ride then. But same queue set up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have stood outside that building and waited through that. We went at spring break and Easter when I was well, I've, I saw pictures Ooh. of Journey to Imagination lying out the door outside, around the parks. I mean, all that, the way back to the land. Pavilion. 80s were a different time. Yeah, well, I had my, uh, my socks pulled up high with the stripes, colored stripes on them. And my, I was an 80s kid. It was yeah, oh, yeah. good yeah. to go. I remember in 86, that was one of the few things that still struck my imagination that I remembered was like world of motion. I remember mm-hmm. that ride really well and spaceship earth. So, but um, anyway, we did Honda Honda mansion. Then we did lunch at, at Pecos Bill. Now I will say this. I had never tried mobile order before. And most of the bigger quick service places are all required mobile order. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the little stands and kiosks like sleepy hollow and, and those little places like that, they don't, they still have a, a walk-up line, but the bigger places all take. And if mobile order was not required, I probably wouldn't have done it again after the experience of Pecos Bill. It was a mess. It was chaos. I mean, just total craziness trying to get the food. When we got it, it was cold. It was just a bad experience. Every other experience we had with mobile order was fantastic. So I highly recommend it, but that one just, we had a bad, left a bad taste in our mouth. First time, literally, it was a bad taste in our mouth. Did you get yelled at like Derek at Cosmic Race? Uh, no, no. I had, I had watched good. enough videos that I kind of knew where to stand and where to, how to get out of Unlike people's Derek. way. And... I, there was no place to stand. I, <laughs> well, if you stood any further, you're in the condiment bar. I was literally licking condiments in there. Just (laughs) licking them all. Yep. Speaking of which, you know, there are some people who go to Disney for the immersion. There are some people that go to Disney for the rides. There's some people that go to Disney for the food. Apparently, I go to Disney to touch every stinking handrail that exists in every (laughs) queue on every attraction. I couldn't keep my hands to myself. I would put hand sanitizer on five seconds later, I'm grabbing the handrail. My wife is like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. Man, that that yeah. is an interesting question. What is wrong with someone that touches the handrails? You know how many kids lick those? As they go I, I, I think all of them me. except I, mine. I, I think it's just because I'm a bigger guy and I'm used to holding on to them to kind of help support the yeah. weight. But I don't, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Walls, ropes, it doesn't matter what they were. I was rubbing them and touching them. And not on purpose. It was just completely... I don't know. I just yeah, it's a it's a learned skill not to touch stuff. It's, yeah, it uh, really is. And well, even the even the weird way. skill of you know not filling all available space. I mean, it Derek just, can't I handle know, not doing no. that. I Derek's know. So we, gonna fill. So we did haunted mansion that was posted at forty five. We only waited fifteen. That line went all the way back past the Liberty Liberty Bell. I mean, it went forever. So those lines they look intimidating, but they really they never stop moving. You know, they're so quick. Although there was uh, somebody in front of us, an older gentleman um, by himself, all decked out in Disney gear. But because of the 
spacing and physical distancing they're promoting in the lines. Some teenagers thought that the line ended right in front of him oh, and just kind of hopped in. And he absolutely had to come apart and was like, line cutters, we have line cutters, was pointing them out to the cast members. And the, the kids, their eyes were like this bigger. They, they were like, we didn't know, man. We thought this was... So then they're yelling back, and you could have been nicer about it. He was like, you don't have to wait. And it was, you know, no, it was fun. Uh, it was just, you know, seeing yeah. people be people. We saw another meltdown like that in Dinosaur where people, they wouldn't give them their photo because they weren't wearing a mask. And I mean, they took off their mask in the ride vehicle. And so, that's, yeah, that's how that do hurts. that right now. The photo at the end, they wouldn't give it to them. Mm -mm. And so, you know, just people being people. You just, you know, you know, you know what you're expected to do when you go to the parks right now. This time, this is what we're all doing. Just, just play ball with it, you know. Ah, I like that. Speaking, yep. speaking of the ride photos, so one problem they had at first back when we were there in September, uh, if people didn't have their ride photo on, say, dinosaur, because there could be two parties in that dinosaur vehicle. One party had them off. The other party kind of got the hose. They did. Now they're putting fake masks on the the maskless party so the oh party that followed the rule can still get their they, um, they did their that photos. for about six days they have quit that now did they um, i just oh. read a, i just read a statement about it and i, I didn't read the that. whole thing i just saw they had stopped doing that i was like i don't know why that was a good idea you know yeah i want my photos yeah no you're exactly right now we didn't pay for memory maker this time because of the masks I had no problem wearing them, but I also didn't want to get a bunch of pictures with them in there. I was like, eh. Well, and if you uh, go to a PhotoPass person right now, they'll take 300 of you because they're bored out of their mind, as we learned mm -hmm. in our trip. Yeah. There's no, a few times no, we're right like, are we, are we done with pictures? Yeah. But so, some of the some of the PhotoPass locations were really packed. Like the they? one in Epcot leading toward um, World Showcase right in front of the big tree. That guy mm -hmm. had a line that was almost all the way back to the land. Probably because mm -hmm. he's taken 300 pictures. We found someone in Japan that evidently hadn't taken a picture all day. And he decided <laughs> to just, I, would we get like 30 pictures of our group in various portions oh, of yeah. our group and poses and locations? It was, it's kind of like, do you want to just follow us the rest of the evening, be our personal photographer? He didn't like <laughs> so. Well, I'm not going to go into all of these because, I mean, we did a lot of, right, even without – an official rope drop we did magic kingdom pretty good. good and the next day we did hollywood studios that was the day we actually did rope drop we were there That's about good. 45 you minutes early rope drop hollywood studios yep. we walked on to mickey and minnie's runaway railway which Ooh, was there fantastic now was the line like is, following you uh the whole way there it kind of was yeah there was yeah. there was quite a few people who were getting in the extended queue but i mean we were walking fast through that queue all the way to you know the ride um, now from there, we went straight over to Slinky thinking maybe we could catch it, but that one was already posted at 60. Yeah. Now we only waited 32, which is not bad. Um, like I said, we had never seen Toy Story Land either. So I, I was thoroughly shocked at how much I enjoyed Slinky Dog. After riding stuff like Space Mountain and the, the ones that just shake you everywhere, it's such a smooth coaster. Oh, I yeah. mean, just a yeah. smooth ride. So it was, it was great. Um, but, you know, and after that, you know, we were able to do Tower of Terror and Toy Story and we did Smuggler's Run. Now, we did strike out both times with um, the boarding pass that day. We struck out at the hotel at 7 a.m. and then didn't get one again at 2. But we had oh. a second Hollywood Studios day and that day we were much more fortunate. Yay! All that right. What do, you, what do you think? 
it was amazing. I, I don't, I can't call it a ride. It is not a ride. It is an experience. I mean, it's just, it really does transport you. And I'm not normally one to get, uh, to go into character. I'm not one of those people, but guy called me a rebel trader. So I called him a first order scum and got in his face and he loved it. I mean, they were eating it up. Those cast members are absolutely outstanding in that attraction. Yes, they, they are. really, I mean, they take it to the nth degree. It was, it was awesome. That's cool. Um, so you, did you rope drop your second day at Hollywood studios as well then to be, no, we did not because we already knew we had the boarding pass. We knew it was boarding pass 39. I figured it was around yeah. noonish, and noon was almost exactly when we got called. Nice. So the only ride we didn't get to do, cause it was down all day. was rock and roller coaster that first Hollywood studios day. So we actually met up uh, another couple that we go to church with that were going to, their trip was overlapping ours. So the, our second Hollywood studios day and second magic kingdom day, we met up with them and kind of did some stuff with them. So that was, that was nice, but yeah, we didn't have to rope drop that second time. Did you have any other days where you got there for rope drop? Um, the no, cause the Epcot day, we were going to be there for rope drop, but the Skyliner took so long. We actually showed up 20 minutes after the park opened. Yeah. You're not the only one who has no. said that exact same quote. Yeah. But that being said, like I said, Soren was the only attraction there that we really wanted to ride. And we didn't even do that first. We went, we started um, just the festival of the holiday booths. We went around and did a lot of just snacking around the world. Uh, we didn't have any table reservations that, that day. So we just kind of, we did that. We did have Regal Eagle that night. Um, Adults dinner, only. But, yeah, it was, it was so much different than going with kids. It really was. We did eventually went to Future World and we rode Soren and the Living with the Land. And that, that overlay they put in there is kind of nice with all the, the lights and all the decorations they do in Living with the Land. Um, and we did the seas. We did Spaceship Earth. And then we went right back to, did another tour around the world. And, you know, we got some, some mugs and some uh, caramel corn from Germany. It's just stuff we wanted to do. We didn't have to do anything awesome. that, you know, we really ate bougie on this trip. We did not eat chicken fingers and burgers at any place because our kids are picky. That's all they want. So, I mean, like we had Il Molino at the Swan. We had um, California Grill. We had Sanaa. We did um, just some places that we would normally never go. We even went to Topolino's Terrace. Um, just different places that, you know, we know the kids probably couldn't even find anything they'd want to eat if they wanted. And so it was, it was great. What would you say was your favorite meal of the trip? Oh, California grill. Good. Choice. It was, oh, it was so good. And we, it was the last night we were there. We had our second magic just kingdom don't day. Look at the bill. And good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the most expensive meal too, by far. Uh, but it was worth it. We both enjoyed it. That place compared to Topolino's terrace, which we had the night before, mm-hmm. That place is so formal and we almost felt like we needed to throw our pinkies in the air while we were oh, drinking. Totally you know, yeah. Yes. I mean, it was mm-hmm. so formal, almost stuffy. Yep. Whereas California grill had an energy about it. I mean, oh, just, yeah. you're sitting there by the bar where you can see the open kitchen and just the servers were, you know, so personable. And you, you, know, you got to go back sometime and experience fireworks from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's still one of the greatest things I've done. Because we were up there, we were able to see the, because they're doing one firework burst for every Mm -hmm. uh, projection change. So every 15 minutes, they shoot off one burst. And so we were able to see a few of them from up there. But uh, plus it was 52 degrees during the day that day. So at night, the observation deck was cold. Um, Weather was really nice while we were down there, mid-70s most of the days. But that last day, 
it was in the mid fifties. The couple we were with, they were like, we're going to ride Splash Mountain. I was like, you have fun <laughs> with that. We rode it the first day that we were here. We're not riding it again, not at 50 degrees. Uh-huh. But, nice. But yeah, California Grill was absolutely outstanding. Our weight, our server there, April, I could just tell by about three quarters of the way through the meal. I was like, you didn't work here before the closure, did you? She was like, nope. She was a top of the world hostess over at the Bay Lake Tower, which is not mm. opened yet. And that's what they're doing with a lot of these mm. long tenured servers. They're asking them to move restaurants if their restaurant isn't open yet. Yep. And so, and she was absolutely phenomenal. I could just tell by the way that she carried herself that she wasn't normal California grill, but she was, she was excellent. She was the best probably cast interaction we had all week. Nice. What about counter service? Do you have a favorite meal? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Not Pecos and Bills, but... No, it was not Pecos Bill. In fact, it goes back to our second Magic Kingdom day. And I will say this, for anyone who is having more than one Magic Kingdom day, if you don't have to like just push to get everything done in one day, take the time to go over to Geyser Point. It is fabulous. We paid the same there as what we paid at Pecos Bill. And we got a sit down meal. And of course we tipped, you know, because it's a server. Mm-hmm. There's a server out there at the lounge, but the food was just fantastic. It was table service quality. And it was such a relaxing atmosphere right there by Bay Lake. It was great. Yeah. That's one that's on our to-do list here on our trip coming up. And we're trying to figure out, out when to slip it in. We're staying at contemporary, so it should be pretty easy to sneak over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It took about an hour of our time to get, you know, there and eat and get back. And so, like I said, it's not, if you're trying to rope drop and shove everything in Magic Kingdom in one day, that's probably not the best place to go. You probably want to eat there in the park somewhere. But if you don't, if you have like two days, it's just, there's, it's incomparable to any quick service place in the park. Mm. I like it. It's a good tip. That's a good tip. And also over at Wilderness Lodge is Roaring Fork, which is another, Mm -hmm. Um, really good counter service option. They have two over there that are phenomenal, um, especially compared to Magic Kingdom. With without Columbia Harbor House open, yeah, I yeah. struggle. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I, I struggle because I'll order something stupid at Cosmic Rays and nobody needs every that. time. Uh, yep, just like mm, I said, I'm not gonna order this, but boy, it looks good right now. So that's one good thing about mobile order is my wife is technically in charge of it. I can't get up there and say something I regret. <laughs> well, my wife at the Geyser Point, she had a turkey sandwich. She's not even a big turkey person, but it, it had like a cranberry mayonnaise and Granny Smith apples on it. I mean, she just gushed over this thing. Well, now so, I'm hungry. And that bison burger is, that's what they're kind of known for. And mm-hmm. it, it lived up to the hype. It was absolutely great. Have you had bison before? I have. Okay. So you you know a good bison. Okay, good. It's a, it's a little different, but in a good way. It is. It's not it's, real gamey. A lot of people no. are afraid it's going to be gamey, and it's just not. It's not. It's not. I think most people wouldn't know what it was they were eating. They'd be like, this is really good, but they wouldn't know why. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. bison. We definitely added probably Raglan Road and Sanaa to our regular rotation when it comes to Great next choices. time we go back. Because we had never been to either one, and they were both just excellent. Uh, we really enjoyed both of those. Um, and like I said, we enjoy California Grill, but that's probably not something we'll do with the kids. That's going to be a special occasion. All right. Makes sense. Sounds like a great trip. Oh, it was, it was great. Got to ask, is there anything you would have changed or done differently that our listeners should know? Um, I think 
actually as beautiful as Jumbo House was, I think I probably would have stayed in Kidani had I known there were zero food options in Jumbo House. Ha ha, that's um, good news for good me in March. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the Mar is not open, Jico's not open, uh, Boma's not open, none of the uh, food, food options are open there. So it, that made it a little tough. There was no snacking to be done or, unless you went took a shuttle over to the other gift store. So that, and I definitely would have rope dropped Animal Kingdom. And I probably would have started using Lyft a little earlier in the trip. Mm. We yep. didn't do it till the last four days. And those first three, we took a lot of buses to get a lot of different places that we really didn't need to. So. And once you figure out how Lyft works down there, like you can get even sneakier and better with it. It's magic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's, oh. and, and it works really good around the Epcot resort area. Cause that's where all the Lyft drivers like to hang out at that gas station yep. while they just wait for a, a car to some, somebody to go pick up. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely a good tool. So have that sounds fantastic. Uh, it sounds like a great trip overall. Had lots and, of fun. And most of all, you had a shirt win. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. The <laughs> definitely. And wearing that, that's shirt huge in itself. Have you heard about the new Touring Plans Travel Division? It's a free, full-service travel agency. Their destination specialists can help you book trips to Disney or anywhere around the world and will work full-time to find you the best deal. Touring Plans agents are experts in smart travel. Check out what they can do for you at touringplans.com travel and make sure to tell them you heard about it on Rope Drop Radio. Now, back to the show. So, Derek, I think we are ready. I think we're ready for... The, the lightning round. round. Uh-oh. All right, Chris, this is where we ask you rapid fire questions about Disney. You can answer with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, whatever you need to, to fulfill your answer. Uh, we don't keep score, but you do get points. So that makes no sense, but we do it. All right. Are you ready? I love nonsensical things. Let's do this. All right. Favorite Disney movie? Aladdin. Oh, you're just trying to get brownie points with Derek. I see That's how this one. is going Well, it depends already. on which one, live action or... No, not the live action. Okay, there we Robin go. Robin Williams. That's not even a real movie. question. Yeah. Jeez. It's Return of Jafar. That's what he meant to say. <laughs> there you go. Prince of Thieves. Everyone's favorite. Actually, my younger brother might say that as his favorite. But anyway, I digress. Favorite Disney character? Probably Cousin Louie from Jungle Book. That's a good one. I like that. I we haven't heard we that one that on before. I, no way. That's a really good one. That's a good character. And really good. I think the soundtrack for that movie is... It is. It's is phenomenal. And people forget that. All right. Favorite Disney villain? Uh, Kronk. That's a good... We have not heard yeah, that, one that one either before. Emperor's New Groove is a very overlooked that movie. movie. Yes, I agree. As well. All right, favorite Disney song? Mabel Evangeline. Okay. From Princess and the Frog. Prince, okay. Oh, there you oh. go. Yep. <sighs> the song by the Firefly, Raymond. I, yeah, man, I was lost there for a moment. I'm not going to lie. I need to brush up on that before um, Splash Mountain converts in like five years. That's my ballpark. Yeah. In five years. <laughs> they said so. they're going to fast track it. Uh-huh. So yeah, maybe four. Was- that was <laughs> that's fast right yeah. before 2020 really happened so yeah. Yeah. for the 60th anniversary <laughs> yep that yeah I, i'll give you that as a good over under <laughs> all right um favorite disney park epcot 
Excellent choice. Has that changed after an adults only trip? No. no was Epcot before? Okay. Yes, it was. All right. Favorite classic attraction? Pirates. Good choice. Yep. Favorite modern attraction? Tempted to go slinky, but man, Flight of Passage was so good. Um, We'll go Flight of Passage. Yeah. He did not take Rise. No, not Rise of the Resistance. All right. Uh, Favorite Disney resort? It's still the Poly. It's hard to beat the Poly. It It really is hard to beat the Poly. Yep. It broke my heart that I couldn't go in there, which I could have, but the monorail's not even Mm. stopping there right now. So you have to work to get there right now. And, you know, with Ohana not even open, because that's what's the point. I loved California Grill, but Ohana's still our favorite restaurant. Oh, you fit right into the show. I like it. Well, I mean, the next question's favorite counter service. We're headed that direction. So uh, favorite counter service. That one had jumped to right up there. Yeah. Nice. Really Satulika team was awesome in Pandora, but uh, Geyser Point was, yeah, fantastic. Oh, now I got to get All to right. Geyser Point because I didn't Fa- think anything can beat Satuli. Now you know. There we go. All right. Favorite table service restaurant? Ohana. Yes, that, that it has is. Not, that has not changed. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney snack? Um, I think that cinnamon bun at Gaston's was just top notch. I will put that up there. Eric, he, he is, he's your type of guy. We Favorite are. Disney drink? Now, we had, when we were in Pandora, we went to Pongu Pongu, mm-hmm. and we got a Night Blossom. That thing was fantastic. I think it's the pear. That's not a fruit you usually see in those kinds of mm-hmm. drinks, and it just really made it. It was excellent. It's a good analogy. Like, yeah, I, I have tried that. That is good. All right. Disney bucket list item. I call this the go West young man. That's my Disney bucket list item. I want to hit Disneyland. I've never been there. You know, it's the OG. It's where Walt Mm -hmm. walked. So to hit Disneyland, to hop a little bit and visit Aulani, and then to hop a little bit more and go to Tokyo. That sounds like one heck of a vacation. The go go West young man. That's right. I like it. That's a good one. And that concludes the the lightning lightning round. round. Awesome, Chris. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, for wearing Rope Drop Radio gear in the parks. And, and just, oh, it was it's my pleasure on both counts. If there's any site, Twitter thing you want to plug right now, this is your time to shine. You know, if somebody would want to seek me out, I'm Mickey Loved Grunge on uh, Twitter. Well, thanks for coming on. And we have to thank Joe from Back to the Mouse for sponsoring Rope Drop Radio. Go check out backtothemouse.com where you can find all kinds of information about Disney cruising and some Royal Caribbean cruising, which someday we may be doing again. Hopefully. We're getting there. I think we're closer to cruising again than the cruising shutting down, Doug. I think so. I think so. I hope so. I don't know if that was a real sentence, but... No, but yes. It makes sense in my mind. I just want to be back on a ship. Uh, and yeah. and when you book that trip, you need to talk to Michelle McKnight. Uh, she is with Touring Plans, Destination Specialist, and she can help you uh, with booking, traveling, and everything. And you can find her email in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, staying at Animal Kingdom in March. So, Chris, I'm glad for your review. Uh, it was a pleasure. I enjoyed it.
Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Be sure to check out our Patreon page to get all sorts of bonus episodes. And of course, Mandalorian and Star Wars talk uh, on there. But yeah, that's all the time that we have. So for Chris and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio. Please leave a review and help us get to 300.